Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and it is Sunday, so we are doing breaches of the week as always. And as always, I want to thank the following people that sent me a lot of this information, and this week it's Jay Dance, Chris Fallon, Barrett Peterson, and Jacqueline Wolf. Guys, thank you very much. And if you have a tip for me, please send it my way, and I'll give you a shout out here, and also on my nationally syndicated radio show as well. And with that, let's dive in, because the past week in data breaches has been absolutely nuts. We are starting in California with Heritage Provider Network. Multiple medical groups in the Heritage Provider Network in California suffered a ransomware attack exposing patient information. Now, the groups we're talking about here are Regal Medical Group, Lakeside Medical Organization, ADOC Medical Group, and Greater Covina Medical. They've collectively uh, issued notice of breaches to California, the state. And what we are talking about is 3.3 million patients, specifically 3,300,638 patients. And we are talking full name, social security, date of birth, medical diagnosis and treatment, laboratory test results, prescription data, radiology reports, health plan member number, and phone number. So heads up to you if you have any of those. Moving on. Let's talk about we, the grocery startup. That's W with a whole bunch of E's and an exclamation point. They're a U.S. online grocery delivery startup that is now specializing in Asian and Hispanic foods. And they say uh, basically that they were hacked and a year's worth of customer data was stolen. In a brief statement published this week, the company said that criminals stole name, address, email, phone number, order number, and order comments, such as where to drop it off or leave orders. And this is for customers that place orders between July 12th of 2021 through July 12th of 2022, exactly one year. The statement also said the company does not retain payment information, so that is unaffected. So your credit cards are good, but heads up to you if you use Wee for all your Asian and Hispanic grocery needs. Moving on. Let's talk about Highmark, because uh, they had a data breach that may have exposed the personal information of 300,000 Highmark customers. Now, they said in mid-December that employee was sent uh, an email with a malicious phishing link, and here we are. So what we're talking about are names, identification numbers, claim numbers, procedures, prescriptions, birth, birth dates, uh, email addresses, phone numbers, driver's license numbers, passports, and in some cases, social security and financial information. So heads up to you if you use Highmark for all your medical needs. Moving on. Let's talk about Reddit, the popular discussion website, because yes, Reddit proved this week that its security still isn't up to snuff when it disclosed yet another security breach that was the result of an attack that successfully fished an employee's login credentials. In a post published this past Thursday, Reddit chief, uh, chief technical officer or CTO Chris Slow, known as Kaiser Souza on the uh, platform, said, that after the attack, really Kaiser Souza? Okay, all right. Anyway, he said after the attack uh, of the employee account that the attacker accessed source code, internal documents, internal dashboards, business systems, and contact details for hundreds of Reddit employees. Uh, an investigation has been going on after the la uh, over the past few days or so, according to Slow, and it hasn't turned up any evidence that the company's primary production systems or that user password information was accessed. This is still evolving. We'll see what happens, but heads up to you if you're a Redditor. Moving on. Let's head on back to California and talk about the city of Oakland. And now they were hit with a ransomware attack this past Wednesday night, and it forced them to take their systems offline until the network could be secured and basically effective services be brought back online. Now, according to the city, the attack did not affect core services, saying that 911 fire and emergency, basically first responders, were working as expected. The ransomware uh, group behind the attack is currently unknown, and the city has yet to share any details of their compromised systems or data. So heads up to you. If you live or work in the city of Oakland, you may have a problem on your hands that's upcoming. Moving on. 
Let's head on down to San Diego, keeping it in California, and talk about Sharp Healthcare, because they just notified 62,777 patients of a healthcare data breach that may have exposed their personal information. On January 12th of this year, they discovered that an unauthorized party may have accessed information through their web servers. We are talking about, uh, obviously, various data from person to person, but patient names, internal Sharp identification numbers and or invoice numbers, payment amounts, and the names of Sharp facilities receiving those payments. So heads up to you if you use Sharp Healthcare in San Diego for all your healthcare needs. Let's keep it on California. Once again, this is a crazy week for that state. Let's talk about hard networking hardware uh, manufacturer A10 Networks. Now, the Play Ransomware gang briefly accessed their IT infrastructure and compromised data. And so in an 8K filing submitted earlier this past week, the company says the security incident occurred on January 23rd of this year. It lasted for a few hours before their IT team stopped the intrusion and contained the damage. Now, the investigation determined that the threat actors managed to gain access to shared drives, deployed malware, and quote-unquote compromised uh, data related to human resources, finance, and legal functions. This is going to be potentially a huge one because their customers include uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Samsung, Uber, NTT, Sony, uh, Windows, Azure, uh, Xbox, Yahoo, Alibaba, China Mobile, Comcast, Deutsche Telekom, SoftBank, GE Healthcare, GoDaddy, and the Huffington Post. This is going to be a big one if they have to basically start declaring, and I'm going to be busy in the next couple of months on this uh, podcast slash video if that happens. Moving on, let's talk about Centra State Medical Center out of New Jersey. Acacia-sensitive patient data was stolen from Centra State Medical Center in late December, and a ransomware attack paralyzed the freehold facility, according to officials talking about this on Friday. Now, in a statement, Centra State Healthcare said that the breach involved 617,000 patients and we are talking names, uh, social security numbers, addresses, birthdays, health insurance information, medical records, and patient account numbers. So heads up to you if you're in New Jersey and use Centra State Medical for all your medical needs. Moving on. Let's talk about the massive drug distributor Amerisource Bergen uh, because they confirmed that attackers compromised their systems of one of their subsidiaries after threat actors began leaking stolen data. The Lorenz ransomware gang ended a lengthy period of silence by listing Amerisource Bergen uh, on their allegedly stolen data from, from its extortion site. So heads up to you. If you have anything to do with them. Moving on, let's head on over to the state of Washington, keeping it on the West Coast now. Uh, Edmonton School District in that state. Personal information of some parents, staff, and students may have been exposed during a recent data breach. Now, the, the district noticed suspicious activity on January 31st and investigated the scope of it according to their release this past Friday. The investigation found that someone could view, quote, certain information, end quote, on the network between January 16th through the 31st. Potential available information is dates of birth, driver's license numbers, financial account information, medical information, student ID numbers, and student records. So heads up to you if you have anything to do or have kids in the Edmonds School District in the state of Washington. Moving on, let's head on over to the Jefferson County Health Department in the state of Missouri. That agency just sent 115,940 letters out to clients whose records were in electronic form. Now, 
The letter details a security breach of the health department's network, which was discovered November 15th of last year. Suspicious activity detected, according to the letter, was ransomware, um, and here we are. Now, they first confirmed, uh, basically, or they, I'm sorry, they concluded that the health department's system has first was first accessed. This is the investigation on October 31st, Halloween, uh, between Halloween and November 15th, and while it could not uh, find conclusive evidence, a limited amount of files may have been accessed. I do not have any other information in terms of what was taken, but heads up to you, if you're in Jefferson County, Missouri, and use your county's health department, you may be in trouble. We'll see what happens. Moving on. I want to give you a quick update on Rackspace because now they've got a class action going on. And I quote that Rackspace offered opaque updates for days, then admitted to ransomware event without further customer assistance is outrageous. End quote. That's according to Cole and Van Notes, uh, Scott Cole, principal attorney on this class action. Uh, the plaintiffs are seeking monetary damage and for Rackspace to implement additional security protocols uh, moving forward. If you recall months ago, uh, Rackspace had a massive data breach that locked out all of of the data and information and there were a ton of calls to IT and cybersecurity firms saying why can't I get into my rack space anything because it was a total massive hit huge problem huge black eye not just for rack space but for infrastructure uh, just in general IT so there you go heads up to you if you use rack space and we're locked out you may eventually be entitled to compensation moving on Let's head on down to Arkansas and talk about the DMV. Now, if you're an Arkansan, Arkansan, however, Arkansan, I'm going with Arkansan. If you're an Arkansan that has tried to renew your vehicle's registration online and were able to unable to do that over the past few months, now there's an explanation because state officials talking to local news said that basically an incident at a third-party company that the state uses to access county property data is actually to blame for this. Now, most people had to go to the DMV and do things basically the old-fashioned way. If you visited the Vehicle State Registration Renewal website, you'd see a red banner at the top of that page telling you that you cannot continue to renew your registration. You have to call an 800 number or show up uh, to a DMV in person. Now, the reason for this apparently is uh, a breach at the Rogers, Arkansas-based Apprentice Information Systems, so it's a third-party data breach as stated, but heads up to you. As far as I know, this is the only one declaring, so Arkansas DMV, hopefully you'll get back on your feet soon as well as Prentice Information Systems that brought you down. Moving on, let's head on over to Indiana and talk about the Indianapolis Housing Agency. A class action lawsuit has now been filed against the Indianapolis Housing Agency for a data breach last fall. As first reported by local Fox 59 News, IHA, uh, yes, IHA, initially determined that, that uh, basically attackers gained access to the agency's uh, systems and potentially compromise the personal and financial information of more than 24,000 residents. So if you use Indianapolis Housing Agency for all your housing needs, heads up. Moving on, let's head on over to the United Kingdom and talk about their Royal Mail system. Royal Mail is now listed on the LockBit ransomware gang's extortion site with the criminals giving uh, Royal Mail a deadline of Thursday, February 9, which has passed to make an extortion payment. Now, the listing uh, is typical, quote, all available data will be published without actually specifying what that data is. Now, the British poster, uh, postage and courier company's ability to dispatch parcels, parcels and letters to international recipients ground to a halt last month following this cyber incident on January 11. Now, an extortion note sent by Lockbit 
and seen by uh, publications in the UK, claimed responsibility for the attack, although the listing itself was only uploaded about a month later. It was then initially uh, posted Monday before being updated on Tuesday. I don't have more information, even though we're like two days or so, three days past that deadline, uh, you know, and here we are. So heads up, uh, if you use Royal Mail for all your British mail sending needs, and you probably do because it's Royal Mail, heads up to you. Moving on. Bridgewater Raritan Regional School District in New Jersey. Now, they had a data breach, and that occurred between December 10th and 12th and exposed the names and social security numbers of district employees and others who are on the district's insurance plan, according to basically local reporting, mycentraljersey.com. Former employee records were also exposed, according to Patch, another publication. So heads up to you, Bridgewater Raritan Regional School District employees, past and present. Moving on, let's head on over to Canada, the Great White North, and talk about their largest bookstore, Indigo Books and music. They got hit with a cyber attack causing them to make their basically put their website offline to customers and they could only accept cash payments in stores. Now the exact nature of the incident is unclear at this time and Indigo is not ruling out that the attackers may have stolen their customer data. This past Wednesday they announced that technical issues quote unquote were preventing their website uh, basically preventing access to the website and customers at physical stores could only pay cash. On top of this the company announced that their gift card transactions were not possible and there may be delays with online orders. Obviously a huge hit for Canada's largest bookstore so if you're a patron of Indigo Books and Music you better walk into the store and pay in cash, eh? So, moving on, let's talk about Money Lover. This is an app for both Android and iOS, a flaw in Money Lover's financial app for, as I mentioned, Android, iOS, and Windows as well, allowed any logged-in member to see the email addresses and live transaction metadata for other users' shared wallets. That's right. If you log into your account, you can see other people's information. They could see yours. Money Lover is a finance app that allows users to manage their expenses and budgets that have basically been downloaded 5 million times on the Play Store, also available for Apple as well. So heads up to you if you use the Money Lover app for all your financial organization needs. Everybody could see your stuff. You could see theirs. Moving on. Oh, and hopefully they got that cleaned up if you're still using it. Moving on, let's talk about British engineering firm Vesuvius. Now, this information was behind a paywall, but they had an incident that they publicly disclosed this past Monday, six days ago or so. And obviously, as I get more information on this, I will let you know and probably update you next week. But heads up uh, to basically British engineering firm Vesuvius and its customers. Moving on, let's talk about, and staying in the UK, a member of Parliament, Stuart MacDonald. Now, he told BBC his emails were stolen and he fears they might be made public. Now, Stuart McDonald, member of parliament, said that this hack took place in January and he wanted to preempt any publication from sharing his info. The group responsible is believed to be linked to Russian spy services and the UK cyber defense agency has warned about targets on politicians in recent weeks. Now, here's what happened. On January 13th, Mr. McDonald was walking basically down the street when he received a notification on his phone. There was a message in his private email account. He glanced at it and it was a member of his staff, rather from a member of his staff. There was nothing suspicious about that and it came from a staff member's real email account. The message said there was a password protected document attached which had a military update on the statuses of Ukraine and that war. Obviously that made sense to the member of parliament uh, for Glasgow South because he has taken a close interest in Ukraine for a number of years, receiving an order of merit from the Ukrainian government on top of everything else. Naturally, he clicked on the link 
and here we are. So there you go. Even if it's coming from somebody you know, make sure you're vetting it because we all have to do it at this point. I don't care if it's your mother. Oh, actually, probably if it's your mother, definitely vet it as well. Moving on. I want to give you a quick update on LastPass. Now, this is quick, but it's important because fresh investigations have now revealed that the attack, uh, basically, uh, that goes back a few months, has some more information. The attacker apparently obtained the passwords of at least 30 million users and 85,000 companies from LastPass, meaning uh, they're basically cracking these things and getting this information from everything that I am reading. I am looking for more sources on this. Um, I have found two so far that have made this claim, but if this is true, and again, I'll probably be updating you next week as these things are always evolving, this is a huge problem, and I'll reiterate again, it's really time to move off of LastPass. They weren't nearly as transparent uh, you know, as, as, as people thought they were. I was pushing back since August, and here we are. So hopefully you're off of LastPass now, and we'll keep moving on. And finally, and we've got a couple finalies for you here. Um, we're first, we're going to be talking about Italy, the country of Italy. And this one is... Well, it's interesting. And here's what's going on, because thousands of computer servers have been targeted um, basically by a global ransomware um, attacks, uh, basically. And, and what we are talking about is specifically VMware ESXi servers. And this is according to Italy's National Cybersecurity Agency, or ACN, talking a week ago Sunday, warning that organizations must take action to protect their systems. Now, a hacking attack basically is sought to exploit this software vulnerability, and they're, and they're pushing this out on a massive scale. That is the basis for what I'm going to be talking about here, because also last Sunday it was reported, and I quote, network data from NetBlock shows internet across Italy has mostly been restored after five hours of outages. That's right. Italy had a nationwide massive outage for five hours of its internet infrastructure. Reuters confirmed that the outage was due to a, quote, international interconnection problem. NetBlocks, though, tweeted out, and I quote from that day, confirmed, hashtag Italy is in the midst of a major internet outage with high impact to leading operator telecom uh, Italia. Real-time network data show national connectivity at 26% of ordinary levels, incident ongoing, meaning... 74% of the entire country had a massive, massive outage. This is still being investigated, but if this is true, what we are potentially looking at here is a massive cyber attack against a national infrastructure, and Italy is not 100,000 people somewhere. They are millions of people in Italy, so this is a huge, huge thing. We're going to see where this goes. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye out on this. I might actually be doing just independent videos and podcasts on this, or even talking about it on my radio show, uh, which actually I'm doing tomorrow so so we will see where this goes but if this is true this is a major implication is this a test run by something like russian intelligence to see how they can be messing with nato countries as they're continuing to evade ukraine and as nato countries continue to support we have a massive amount of infrastructure here in the United States. This has been deeply concerning to cybersecurity professionals. So we're going to see where this goes. But this is potentially a huge, huge problem. And Italy may be one of those things where we're looking at this as a potential new modern bellwether for massive infrastructure on a national level cyber attacks. We'll see. Hopefully it's just, you know, somebody tripped and sneezed on the server and spilled coffee on it and it just screwed everybody up. Cascading issue. But if it is some kind of cyber attack, it's going to be huge. And obviously it's going to be affecting potentially more countries in the future as they continue, meaning the intelligence agencies that are adversarial to, let's say, Italy and her allies being the United States and everybody else. This could be a huge thing. I will keep you up to date as you know. And finally, finally, 
we have to talk about dingo cryptocurrency because this is why we can't have nice things, including cryptocurrency. And here's what's going on. And this is just head shaking because the originator of the Dingo token, that's a cryptocurrency with a purported market cap of $11 million, had included a backdoor in the code to charge each transaction a fee up to 99% worth of the token. That's according to cybersecurity firm Checkpoint Software, which issued basically uh, an advisory warning potential investors of this scam. And that's essentially what we're talking about here. Now, while documents describing the Dingo token uh, claim that the scheme charged 10% per transaction, Checkpoint researchers found 47 transactions where the total fee per transaction had increased to 99%. The creator of Dingo also set um, the fee of to 99% for future transactions, essentially stealing the funds of any traders of cryptocurrency. According to the analysis published this week by Checkpoint, the Dingo token creator had already transferred previously collected funds to other accounts, leaving no money for anybody holding Dingo tokens, according to, uh, again, again, Checkpoint Software. And this is exactly what we're talking about. People ask me, well, you know, will cryptocurrency ever go mainstream? And the short answer is only until it gets regulation. Because if I can spin up a cryptocurrency, basically change the coding and say, hey, you know, while while I'm telling the public, you know, it's a couple percent in transaction, 10% transaction, and then jack it up to 99% per token, all I'm doing is ripping off people. That $11 million market cap is kind of pointless when $10.8 million of it is transaction fees going to the creator who is then basically washing it and funneling it out somewhere else. And so this is the problem that we have. You want actual investors. You want, you know, let's say, you know, people over 65 to really, you know, dig in as a long-term safe investment. Cryptocurrency isn't that. And that's the problem we have, not to mention the volatility of this. And so this is a huge issue. And so if cryptocurrency is going to go mainstream, and I do think at some point it will, it's these kinds of things that have to be regulated and these kinds of things that have to be prosecuted and with the internet for all we know this dude is sitting on some island somewhere where he'll never be reached just living off his 10.8 million out of 11 and god knows what else so that is a huge issue those were your breaches of the week were you affected let me know and please like share follow me here on facebook and twitter at nick aesp and please feel free to subscribe me at youtube as well hit that bell and as always stay safe stay online please attempt to stay private and don't you dare buy dingo cryptocurrency Thanks, everybody.